Welcome to Riot Radio, brought to you by the best damn gym on the planet, Riot CrossFit in Jeffersonville, Indiana. I'm your host, Jeremy White, co-owner of Riot CrossFit, and I'm here today with Coach Alyssa Scott. What's up, Alyssa? Hey, Jeremy. How are you? Well, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm kind of getting my mind prepped for all the great food I'm going to eat. I'm trying to be mindful that I don't uh, do what I do most Thanksgivings and, and overeat on a lot of junk food. I'm going to try to focus a little more on the turkey, the high quality lean meat protein, and a little less on, uh, you know, maybe the pumpkin pie. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm definitely going to have a slice of pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. You got, you got uh, to enjoy it, pie. right? You've got to enjoy it. But, you know, you're, you're someone that we often tap when it comes to nutrition. Mm-hmm. So real quickly, before we get into what we're really going to talk about today do you have any advice on how to load up your thanksgiving plate oh that's that's actually a really great question and we can also have a full-on podcast about this um but so one thing that i really do want to emphasize is one prioritize the time that you have with your family friends however and actually enjoy the food that you have um and I, I know with kind of the current situation of how COVID is, is impacting seeing our, the traditional, like the big family gatherings and all that. But if you are still having some gatherings with either your big family, immediate, or, or just the immediate family, um, still enjoy that time. Um, and one thing is to say, okay, I have Thanksgiving at 5 o'clock p.m. Um, mm-hmm. and, but before that, you also have, I would hope you would have breakfast, um, and not start <laughs> till 5 PM, which unfortunately is something that people turn to, uh, because they want to quote unquote, they save do. the calories. Um, yeah. but try to stick to your routine as much as possible. Um, and then, so example, I have the same thing for breakfast every morning. I depending on, uh, what time I'm having Thanksgiving with my family. Um, I'm going to enjoy my plate of turkey, mashed potatoes and, and uh, stuffing and all that in that slice of uh, pumpkin pie. So, um, and then next day it's right back on the routine with my starting out with my egg white scramble. So, um, that's the key the next day, because look, it's Thanksgiving. It's a holiday. You're going to give yourself some grace and, and you're going to eat, you're going to eat the pumpkin pie and the pumpkin roll. And and that's fine. Yeah. And that's that's okay too. (laughs) Yeah. As as long as you like the keys to get back on the wagon the next day. Don't let that turn into six straight days of pumpkin pie. Exactly. And And the, the quote unquote holiday holiday weight, um, not a, uh, it's popular to use this as a six week binging fest, which I I'm guilty of that. I know. <laughs> so, uh, right. but no, just stay, stay on your normal routine as much as possible and it'll mitigate the risk as, as much as possible. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people do that. And I've definitely over the years, more years than, than not have been guilty of that as well. But if you circle January one on your calendar and say, okay, from Halloween, because that's really kind of when it starts with the candy, right? From Halloween to New Year's Eve, I'm just going to gorge myself. And then I'll, then I will suddenly, very suddenly on January 1st, I will very suddenly become super disciplined in, in 
eat really clean, you're setting yourself oh, up yeah. for failure. It, it, zero it to hundred, and you're just going to go right back down to that zero if you haven't prepared for the 10, yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50, all the way up to 100. So. Exactly right. So I'm, I'm glad we, I know that's not really what we're talking about on this episode, but I am glad we got into that because, look, Thanksgiving is coming up, and um, there are a lot of people that might have pumpkin pie for breakfast <laughs> the next four days after Thanksgiving, and we'd like you to avoid that if at all possible. Yeah, for sure. So that aside, what's the main focus of our, of our conversation? All right, so today we are going to be talking about uh, fitness goals and the famous leaderboard that we have at the gym. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what that leaderboard means um, as a gym and sort of lives as well as personal goals that we can set for ourselves, whether it be term, midterm, long-term goals, we can crush the leaderboard. I love it. So, you know, we have wiped the leaderboard yes, we clean. We had a uh, a day recently where, where actually you had the pleasure of wiping it clean yeah. and, and re- repainting the, the chalk, uh, the uh, chalkboard paint up there, getting all nice and fresh. And we did that for a reason. Um, 2020 has been a shit year with COVID, right? There's no other way yeah. to say it. We've battled this we all have COVID fatigue. We're all tired of it. It's not going away anytime soon. And we just look 2021 is coming up. I don't think I've ever looked forward to the calendar turning and a new year. Like I have this year, just because of how bad 2020 has been for so many mm-hmm. people that we all know and love. Um, we want this new year to get here, obviously just, just to turn the page. And we felt like one of the, one of the best ways to start looking forward to better times would be to do two things to start right now, instead of waiting until January one, let's start right now, focusing on some goals, putting some goals out there. And then the second part of that will be to populate the, the leaderboard in the future. But Lisa, let's talk about goals first. Um, there are goals and there are dreams, mm-hmm. right? Dream is a dream is great. A dream rarely gets achieved. Because a dream is just that. It's a dream. It doesn't necessarily have an action plan behind it. A goal has an action plan behind it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it by this date. It doesn't have to be a hard date. I do it by February 15th or I'm a loser. But within reason, you know, I'm going to do it in 90 days, 60 days, whatever. It, 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 it has, you have a goal. You have a date that you wish to accomplish that goal, and then you build an action plan. How will I get to that goal? What specific steps will I take to achieve this goal? And then you set your training, your nutrition, your sleep, and everything accordingly to meet that goal. And that's really the difference between a goal and a dream. Um, Why do you think in the gym goals are important for our members and coaches and all of us to have? Uh, I mean, I there's the question of why we're there in the first place. Um, because I mean, mm-hmm. whether it be if you want to lose weight, gain muscle or whatever, everybody, or just having a new friend group or whatever, everybody has a goal walking into the gym, no matter what it is. Um, and it's important because it gives us purpose. Um, and it, it answers the, the really the why on why you're stepping in, into the gym. 
in my opinion. Absolutely. And that, you know, and that the reason why is different for everyone. We have people that are looking to cut weight. We have people who are looking to gain weight. We have people looking to bulk. We have people looking to tone. We have people looking to achieve better cardio fitness, to lower blood pressure, to get off pre-diabetic medication. Everybody has a different why. We have people looking, you know, just to have some social, to, to, to work out and get physically more fit, but in a more social environment. Everybody's got a different motivation and a different mm-hmm. why. And therefore, your goal should be individualized. No two people should have the same goal. Uh, my goal should be different than yours, should be different than Caleb, Coach Caleb, should be different than mm-hmm. Billy Sue's, should be different from everyone's because we're, we're we are all different ages, different, different body types, different levels of yeah. training and fitness at this point in time. And it might be that my goal two years ago may have been X, Y, Z, but today I've theoretically achieved a little more strength, a little higher level of fitness. So now I need to bump up my goals. And I can't look at coach Caleb, who is unquestionably a better athlete than me, stronger than me, more explosive than me. I can't look at him and be like, well, he can do whatever. 400 <laughs> unbroken pull-ups. Yeah. So, so that's my goal. You can't look at the person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's very easy to get tied up in, thinking about what what are others doing and and all that but again like you said Jeremy it really should be individualized and I kind of wanted to get into how how to make specific goals um so this is I don't it's a very popular acronym that I've definitely heard in my schooling um especially my psychology classes um the smart goals I don't know have you heard of them (laughs) You know, I haven't, and you have piqued my interest. I'm always here right. to learn. So, all right. So, SMART goals. This is an acronym for whenever you are thinking about about creating a goal. This is kind of the the five elements of what a goal should entail. So, S is specific. So, we'll use fitness just because that's in our space. So, say I want to get one minute of unbroken double unders. Okay. So that, that's, that's my goal. So specific. So I want hundred or one minute of unbroken double unders. Okay. So measurable, obviously right. it's measurable by, so that that's the M measurable is how am I going to measure it? Obviously it's unbroken. Right. So, and then mm-hmm. accurate, pretty sure that's a, um, accurate. So that kind of goes entail of how, if, that goes into the unbroken or unbroken, but obviously I want it unbroken. Uh, realistic. So how how do I want to accomplish this? Am I going to accomplish this in, say, two weeks, two months, two years? Um, and kind of judging what, what do I have around me? Do I have my own jump rope or do I not? Do I have a timer mm-hmm. so I can time my one minute double unders, which with any technology, that's pretty, pretty easy to do nowadays. But, but if you don't have a jump rope, then what are you going to do? So then right leads to the drills. What are you going to do? Are you going to do the double taps drill that we have in the gym? Uh, the four minute uh, drill that we also use with the minute of singles, high singles, fast singles, and then double under practice. Um, so that's the realistic of how we're going to get there and then timely. So again, kind of going back to 
how how long is this going to take? And then say at one week, I want to be able to do 10 seconds of double unders. And then mm-hmm. in two weeks, I want to do 20 seconds or whatever. So, and then, yeah. So again, you want to be realistic about these goals, uh, which is one of the, 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 that's the R. So, and I think that's, to me personally, mm-hmm. the realistic one is kind of the tricky one for me. Um, because as somebody who wants to do everything, uh, so yeah, right. that, that realistic one is always a stickler for me, but, but just double checking yourself to see, okay, are my goals smart, which, <laughs> which pun intended meaning, are they specific, measurable, accurate, realistic, and timely? So I love it. I absolutely love that. And, and it's an easy acronym to remember. So I'm glad you brought that up. What do you have any goals yourself right now? Oh, yeah. I, I know sure. you do. I'm not, uh, what I guess the better question is, as we start to head into a new year, what are your training goals? What specific things would you so like to I have I personally have a couple. Um, some of them are short term and then others are more long term. Uh, my short term one is that one minute of unbroken double letters. <laughs> so, yeah, that, right, that's going to be right. that's more my short term ones. Um, hopefully by the end of the year that that's kind of where I'm looking at on time for that. Um, but then, so kind of my, my mid midterm goals, um, are getting my shoulders healthy. Um, I've talked on previous podcasts that, um, my shoulders have been causing an issue for me. Um, granted, this isn't necessarily a specific goal yet. Um, this is kind of impending on getting them checked out to actually see what the problem is. <laughs> so that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of up in the air right now. Um, but then, so that actually leads into my longer term goals, which is eventually to be able to snatch my body weight. So, oh, wow. so yeah, that's, that's great. That's long term. But again, getting those shoulders healthy is going to lead one right into the other. So that's yes. It's a step in a process because you cannot possibly snatch your body weight until your shoulders are healthy and prepared for, sure. for that movement. So you can't have one with that. Absolutely. I love it. Any other goals? That you have uh, I mean, I think the getting my shoulders healthy will open up a lot of doors for me of what I want to do in the gym, just with competition and all that. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of putting that on hold right. right now until, until getting my shoulders healthy. So what about you? Yeah, you know, so I've got a couple as well. My my primary goal is to do Annie in oh, under yeah, six right. minutes. Uh, Annie is, for those who may not know, Annie is a little quick hit burner of a workout. It is um, 50 double unders, 50 sit-ups, 40 dubs, 40 sit-ups, 30, 30, 20, 20, 10, 10. Um, you know, in order to pull that off you've got to get so good at dubs that you can nail them pretty much unbroken um that had i focused on annie a lot at the end of 2019 and i was getting Mm -hmm. good uh as a matter of fact i dropped my any time from over seven minutes to around 620 and when i got to 620 I decided I'm going to do Annie in under six minutes. And I started to work on that goal. And one day 
um, Annie was was our Metcon in, yeah. in, in class, and I was there in the five thirty a.m. class, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try for today to be the day, and I gave it hell. I gave it all I had, and I finished in six oh two. But on the one of the rounds, I don't remember which round it was. It wasn't the first round. It was maybe 20 or 30. One of the middle rounds, I tripped up oh. on my double oh. unders. And that that was the difference. But anyway, yeah. you know, I was excited. I, my goal was in, was within reach. I was really happy. I was like, I'm the yeah. piece of the box. This will stand all day as the best any time. And then Caleb comes in to the 6.30 a.m. class, found out I did Annie in 6.02, and the punk did it in like oh, 5.49 <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, Caleb, are you freaking kidding me? But anyway, all that aside, um, I was right there. I was close to my goal, very close. I was like, okay, I'm going to get it soon. And then the pandemic hit. As we all know, we had to close the gym for two months, mandated by the state of Indiana. We were close from March 16th to um, May 25th. Well, my 602 was like late February, early March, and then we had to close. Well, you know, during quarantine, I ran a lot. I did a lot of things, but I, I didn't work on double unders, and I didn't work on performing my setups really quickly. And I, 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 I Annie's my girl, and I, ne- I neglected my I was a bad <laughs> boyfriend. I neglected my girl. And then we came back. We got the gym going, and um, – None of us were in great shape after quarantine, right? And I did Annie in like 719, and that really infuriated me and pissed me off to see how far I'd fallen, and I started working on it a little bit. Well, last weekend, I did Annie in 621. So I'm back in the game, but look, 21 seconds is a lot of time, and I got to figure out how I'm going to make that up, so... My goal is to is to do Annie in under six minutes. My goal is to do Annie in under six minutes by the end of March, there by you go. kind of spring break. It's kind of an arbitrary deadline. So the way I, I intend to achieve that is um, I'm working on my double unders outside of class on my own time when I can. And I am getting to the point, I'm aiming to get to the point where I can do 100 unbroken dubs almost every single time because if I can do a hundred unbroken, yeah, then you know fifty is gonna be no problem. And then um and then my sit ups. I'm timing I'm actually I've started doing um seventy five sit ups at a mm-hmm. time at home and I'm wor- I'm timing myself and I'm working to lower that time, lower that time, lower that time, lower that time. And my theory is that when I'm doing these at home, right? So when when I'm in the gym and the music's pumping, and I have an ab mat, and I've got other people yeah, working out sure. with me, and I got that adrenaline flowing. You know, I should be able to do setups faster in that environment than I'm doing at home. So that's kind of kind of my action plan for that. And then my other goal is I've been um, on a couple different occasions. I've been very close to getting muscle ups, but I've never gotten one. And, uh, again, I was pretty close before the quarantine and then that all, all went to shit in a handbasket. And so, and then my 15 year old son the other day <laughs> showed me up, we were in, in the gym and he goes, he goes, dad, I can do a muscle up. I'm like, you don't even know what a muscle up is. He goes, yeah, I know what it is. And he goes, I can do one. I'm like, no, you can't. 
He never tried one before. And he goes, yeah, what's this? He hopped up, grabbed the rings, and did one. And I'm like, oh, my God. It is time for me to get a little more serious about getting my muscle up. So I'm going to, uh, you know, Coach Jen put together a great um, muscle-up program designed to help build towards that goal. And we went through that in gymnastics at some point in 2019. I'm going to dig that program out, and I'm going to follow that as well, kind of on my own time outside of class. My muscle up goal is just by the end of the year. That's going to uh, not the yeah. end of 2020, the end of 2021, because yeah. I feel like I'm so far away right now. And it's a, it's a tough movement. It's going to take me a while. And I want to, like you said, is it realistic? It wouldn't be realistic for me to say yeah. I'm going to get a muscle up by Valentine's day. So I'm just going to put that one some point in 2021. I, I'm going to make every effort to finally get my first muscle up but those are my those are my two goals i've got more immediate with annie and then a more long term with finally awesome. finally awesome, getting awesome. that muscle up but Alyssa, what we're going to do the reason we wiped that board clean and yes it is going to become a um a leaderboard again but starting right now once people hear this podcast starting immediately now through the end of the year december 31st 2020 mm-hmm. That is a goal board. I want every member of the gym to grab a piece of chalk, write their name, write their goal. I'm, you're going to come in there in a few days, and you're going to see Jeremy, Annie, in under six minutes. And you're going to see Alyssa's goal, Tim's goal. We're going to write our goals up there, and I want every member of the gym to write their goal up there as quickly as possible, within the next week or two. And the reason why is because – Every day when you come into the riot house between now and New Year's Day, every time you're in there to train, at some point I want you to glance over there and I want you to do two things. Number one, I want you to look at your goal and think about it for a second and cement it even further in your mind and get even more serious about hitting that target. And B, I want you to get motivated when you see the wide range of goals. You know, you're going to see everybody. Somebody's going to have a 500-pound deadlift goal. Somebody else is going to have a... 100 unbroken double unders goal. Somebody else is going to have squat 300 pounds. Somebody else is going to have, you know, get my first box jump. You're going to see a range of goals uh, based on everybody's fitness level and, and where we're all at. And that ideally will be very inspiring as well. So that's kind of what we're going to do between now Heck yeah. all and for the it. end of the year. That'll be fun. And then New Year's Day, we'll wipe all the goals clean and it'll become a leaderboard like it had been in the past and it's time it's time to put new numbers up there we'll have the same you know the same categories you'll have the masters division and and the you know all the divisions we had before uh there'll be male and female division so we we can populate that again with with the biggest deadlift the biggest back squat the biggest clean the biggest seat you know clean jerk all that stuff and we don't do that to be competitive um we do that for those who want to be competitive, whether it's be competitive with yourself or be others, be competitive with others. But, you know, you're going to see, I mean, at one point I had my name on the leaderboard and I'm far from one of the best athletes in the gym. It just happened that for people 40 and over, I was the fastest any time. I mean, it's, you know, and you have, so we've got it broken down to where everybody's got a chance to get up there somehow, some way. And it shouldn't necessarily be your goal to get your name on the leaderboard. Not everybody that walks yeah. into the gym is trying to hit a big squat or a big deadlift, but it's just kind of cool to walk in every once in a while and be like, oh, wow, 
Doug squatted XYZ or wow, well, holy cow, look at Lisa's look at Lisa Blevins' uh, one thousand meter mm-hmm. row time. Holy smokes. Well, yeah, she went to college. She was a <laughs> rower in college. Of course the girl can row, but um it's kind of cool just to see how how good some of the people in the gym are at these movements. And that's just kind of a just a fun little yeah, thing for, sure. for those who are a little more competitive. Kind of adding on to that is um, when when you look at the leaderboard and not only you kind of touched up on this, Jeremy, but not only is this a uh, comparison to yourself and other people in the gym, but it's a comparison with yourself. Just because if, say, if I see somebody else that has, if they reached the one minute of of unbroken double unders before I did, I can think, oh, well, if they did it, I can do that too. And go up to them and be like, hey, how did you, how did you get, how did you hit that goal? And kind of go back and forth between what worked, what didn't for them. And then also kind of critique and see how you are going to accomplish your goal that you have as well. So I think that that can be really important. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You're right. I mean, if I wanted to get faster on my row, for I'd sure. probably go to Lisa Blevins because yeah. she rode in college, right? And if I wanted to be a little stronger in my basketball, I'd probably go talk to Doug. To Doug, And, you know, you don't always have to talk to a coach. Now, I recommend talking to a coach that has the proper training and knowledge base. But a lot of our members are highly knowledgeable. And just like you said, if they excel in a specific movement, it may be that they have an inherent understanding of that movement specifically mm-hmm. because they've trained hard for it. And they may know a little cue, a little oh, word yeah, that sure. can set off a light bulb in your in your head because, you know, they may speak to you in more of a more of a layman term that will set off a light bulb in your head. So there's definitely something to be said for that. And I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I did want to mention once once we populate that board with our goals now between the end of the year, people are going to have questions. How do I reach this goal? And that's what our coaching staff is here for um, from Tim down to everyone else. And if your goal is a gymnastics based goal, you know, for muscle ups, I'm going to, I'm going to go to coach Jen. She's got specific gymnastics training, specific gymnastics certifications, she's uniquely qualified to help me with that goal. And if my goal is snatch, I'm probably going to go to coach uh, KP or Lacey because they have gone through specific um, weight training certifications and lead the weight and lead our weightlifting class um, and are very good with these Olympic movements in particular. And so there's a, there's almost a, um, there's almost a different coach for every discipline in the gym when, when you think about it, if I wanted to take meditation a little more seriously and learn breathing techniques that can help keep me calm and, and um, relieve anxiety and help prepare me for a, a big workout, I'm going to go to Coach Billy Sue because she's got training and expertise in that. And so every, every one of her coaches are a valued and trusted resource. And some have areas of specialty. Um, but any of our coaches can help can help at any time so if you're trying to hit that goal and you're like wow i really do want to you know i want to i want to hit a 400 pound deadlift or i want to hit a 100 pound clean and jerk mm-hmm. whatever your goal is 
seek out one of our coaches before or after a class and be like, I don't know if you noticed my goal on the board coach, but this is what I'm trying to do. What advice do you have? How can you help me? Um, can you sit down with me for 15 minutes one day and help me develop an action plan? Or can you show me some techniques that will keep me from tripping for over sure. the rope? Whatever your goal is, our coaches are, yeah, are and there. Another thing to too help is you. I want to mention is that you mentioned before that goals require an action plan and basically how, how are we going to attack and get this goal achieved? And in order for, in order for that action plan to take place, there needs to be some sort of change, right? So, because obviously, obviously, obviously what, <laughs> yes. what you're doing is not getting capable enough yet to accomplish your goal, whether it be in the time that you want it or how you're going to get it, whatever. So, Wait a minute. Are, are you telling me that eating an entire bag of Cool Ranch Doritos about four times a week won't? Is, is going to not as, be good for as me much as I would ups. love is that what to you're say me? yes I'm gonna have to go with no <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh all right so see we have to be serious we're gonna make some changes all right, so, all right I hear you um, go ahead coach I hear you also with so with stages of change this can be kind of I don't want to say mm -hmm. difficult but it, it can be kind of tricky because um there's obviously different stages of change. So one, that first stage is pre-contemplation. So this is not even thinking about wanting to change something. So whether it be, uh, I'll just take uh, getting, getting the uh, minute of double unders, for example. Um, I'll just go back to that example. So this is me just... Mm -hmm. Just say, just looking at the workout every day, seeing double unders and saying, okay, well, I'll just do singles. That's, that's pre basically pre-contemplation. So mm -hmm. next is contemplation. So I'm like, okay, I, I want to be able to do double unders. Okay. Um, so obviously I, I've stated the fact that, okay, I want to do something different. Not creating an action plan, not, not buying my own special rope, just saying I want to do this then there's preparation mm -hmm. so again this is not this is not doing anything different this is just preparing how we're going to get there so this could be um buying my own rope this could be looking up online mm -hmm. at youtube videos of different techniques this is me texting tim saying hey what drills can i do to get double unders so that's, that's the third stage. And then the fourth stage is action. Um, so, and then this would be actually implementing using the speed rope, using the drills, using the knowledge that I have gathered from that preparation phase into that. And then after the action stage, there's the maintenance stage. So once I have my double unders and it could be anywhere from 25 double unders in a workout to 150, so maintaining saying, okay, I can, I have gotten double unders and now it isn't necessarily a problem for me. So that's, that's the, depending on how you look at it, there's two different ways. There's, there, and I'll, this can also depend on what kind of thing you're trying to change. Hopefully that once you get double unders, you can maintain that throughout. Um, but 
but in some cases what's called a relapse so so say if i did injure myself yep say if i broke my ankle knock on wood (laughs) um if I broke my ankle, I wouldn't be able to jump, right? So this would be considered a relapse. And right. I would have to either I would have to do something totally different, obviously, because if I can't use my ankle. Um, so it, you kind of get what I'm saying with like the, the relapse. So just kind of basically starting at yep. either you're going back to the preparation stage, back to the action stage, the contemplation stage even going back to that pre-contemplation of I'd never want to do double unders ever again in my life. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. like, I, I want to mention these because it's kind it's kind of a checklist, but it can, it can change <laughs> being the stages of change. It can change. Right. So, and it, you can go from preparation Absolutely. to action to maintenance and then from maintenance back to action because we we need to change our game plan sometimes right so um so yeah it, it just it right. just really depends um but also one thing that I do want to mention is again this can be tricky and relative to each person is you have to be ready to change you have to be ready to say mm-hmm. okay i want to get double unders i don't i'm sick and tired of seeing a simple movement i'm gonna go on a tangent here <laughs> not talking about personal experience <laughs> like i'm sick and tired of seeing such a simple movement that we have prescribed so many times and i can't jump over a damn rope twice <laughs> so and yep. I mean, in being ready to change and saying and being just fed up with it and saying, okay, then if if I never if uh, if I never want to be upset with myself about this again, then I need to take the action steps and being willing to do this, because something else that you have to ask yourself is what problem do you want to have? Do you want to have the problem of constantly going through these drills and whipping the shit out of yourself and it hurts so bad but then right. say two weeks it later hurts. you have 10 unbroken double unders or so you can have that problem or right. you can have the problem of looking at a workout with double unders in it and saying oh i'll just do singles because i don't want to put in the work so it, it in con- right. just constantly asking yourself what problem do you want to have what what pain can can you tolerate in order to achieve your goal, and it, it's it's right, wrong, or indifferent on what problem you want to have because that's that's subjective to yourself. But again, how much how bad do you want this mm-hmm. goal that you have? So that's my that's a fantastic point. When I was on my journey to getting dubs, there are many nights mm-hmm. I came home with tiger stripes all the way up my left forearm for some reason the way I was doing them and the way I was stepping on the rope or, or breaking the pattern somehow, some way the rope was smack. I've seen it smack people in the legs. I've seen for some reason it smacked yep. me on my forearm and I would have whelps. And I think I even drew blood one time and left a scar for, for a couple months, a, a minor scar. It's just like, yeah, that, that rope can really lash into you and eat you. And the other thing about dubs specifically, they're tricky yep. because they can come and go. Mm-hmm. It's very much a, use it or lose it. It's not like riding a bike. Like once you learn it, you always have it. And 
example I can give you is um, right before the quarantine, I was getting so good. I was at 602 on Annie, like we talked about. But after the quarantine, after just a handful of months of not doing any double underwork at all, when we got back, I had lost yeah. my dubs. I could only do two or three yep. at a time without tripping. And I was like, are you kidding me? I, I was so good at these. I could do these in my sleep. Yeah. It was like basic and easy and I could do it in my yeah. sleep. And now I can't even do them again. I can't do them. And, and it was, it blew my mind. Um, and it took me a couple months of work to get them back. And I'm thankfully to the point now where again, they're coming fairly easy to me again, but I actually went from them being easy to not even being able yeah. to do them. So it is, use it or lose it. And when you get on that train and move towards your goal there, look, it, we'd like to go full speed ahead in a straight line and linear pattern at all times, but yeah. that's not how life works. There are ups and downs. There are wins and losses. There are steps forward and steps back and there will be setbacks along the way. And, um, you know, we're not perfect. So that's going to happen. And that's where the mental fortitude comes in. Are you going to give up because you had a setback? Are you, well, I guess dubs aren't for me. Or are you going to be really tough and embrace the struggle and embrace the challenge and embrace the fight and keep pushing and grinding until you have that next breakthrough? Because how mm -hmm. awesome is it when we see somebody have that breakthrough? We've talked about this a million times. Get their first pull up or, or one of the or many the reasons why I love coaching. Or set a new PR on a lift and, and ring that bell. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, and we want, after such a shit year for humanity, we want 2021 to be a year of achieving goals. We want to see that high, that ring the bell because you just set a new PR. We want to see that sure. really badly. And that's why we're starting with goals right now. So before we go, everyone who is listening to this, you're, Let's get out there right away. Let's start populating goals. Um, you don't don't be shy about being the first one. If you go in one day and the board's still blank, don't be like, "Oh, well, Tim hasn't put anything up there yet, or none of the coaches have. I can't go yet." Now, be brave. Be the first one. I'll, I'll I'll have my Jeremy Annie in under six minutes. I'll have up there at some point in the next day. But everybody, when you go in, grab a piece of chalk. Go put a goal on that board. Let's stare those goals down together for the next Heck six yeah. weeks, and then let's go out and slay it in 2021. No, I think I love it. Anything else before we go, all, Coach? So. As always, it was a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thanks to everyone right, for see listening. See you guys next week. And let's get those goals Bye. up there.